Welcome back to Besto TV, and Besto TV is another year older. We're celebrating Besto TV's birthday. So come on, everybody, let's sing along. Happy day to you. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Besto TV uh, are the 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 uh, the, uh, the 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 thing. I, I don't, the company is it a company? The I don't know. The, the the place the the you you YouTube place that houses all all, all of our our junk our 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 junk keepers our, our, our um the the place that we are now nine and or ten years old uh, I'm bringing back that joke from from sleepless nights we are nine and or ten years old uh, the reason why I say and or ten years old this is going off of a YouTube statistics uh, they sent me a thing saying ah congratulations besto TV is now nine years old on 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 YouTube uh, when in actuality it's, it's it's actually closer to ten years uh, we spent a uh, a single year on uh, on my own personal uh, channel before I decided hey let's 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 split this up let's let's uh, let's let let's let not have these all mixed together let's let's keep uh, the peanut butter on one side and the chocolate on the other years ago I've had a fan or, or two request that I do a kind of like a history of besto TV and at one time it was going to be like a patreon exclusive thing because I'm like and eh, not everybody's gonna want to hear about that or whatever uh, well here we go it never became a patreon thing so now it's going to become uh, probably the least listened to episode on our our, our, our uh, podcast uh, here's to that one fan here you go uh, enjoy Brian uh, so so where do I start with besto TV I mean I guess I could start with uh, with besto productions uh, yeah at one point in time I wanted to do a besto I wanted to do a, a kind of a TV series whether it be you know uh, independent on on the in on the interwebs or uh, public access or whatever just kind of have a a, a, a entertainment publish a publishing entity uh but i did have uh, besto productions which actually did uh television commercials i uh, produced com television commercials for for uh, several years uh, in, in the in the local area and at one point in time, I got a chance to kind of, kind of uh, flex my muscles a little bit. Um, I had a, a, a trade agreement with uh, with one of the distributors that I was working with, and uh, you know, to air some some television commercials. And they can, they're like, oh, whatever, whatever you want to put up there, whatever you want to put up there, you know, barring whatever FCC regulations uh, wouldn't allow me to do. When I was doing commercials, I wanted to do things that were more creative based. Now, now, granted, not every client needs something that's, you know, not every client is crazy Eddie and is bouncing off the walls and wants to do uh, comedic, comedic things. Uh, but I did have a handful of people that did allow me to do um, funny commercials or allowed me to do stuff that was uh, had a little bit of a comedic tone to it. Um, so. When I got a chance to use uh, this this credit that I have accumulated, uh, I decided to do a, a Besto that you know this is probably like the origins of Besto TV, where I produced um, ads that actually promoted uh, Besto Productions, uh, but kind of showed off our uh, what we did uh, on a creative level, uh, very very out there, very. Uh, 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 I don't know. I, I I can't compare it to too many cooks. I mean, too many cooks is just yeah. That's in a different different league. But uh, uh, basically, it was a fake weight loss uh, series of of, of videos. 
Um, and, and basically, if you followed the web page, now, of course, you know, FCC regulations, I had to have the disclaimer up there. There is a disclaimer saying, you know, that this isn't a real weight loss thing. Uh, very much a parody of um, Subway commercials. Uh, matter of fact, it, it was Persway, uh, Eat Fist, uh, which I, I think was at the time was uh, was Subway Eat Fresh. <laughs> uh, Persway was that we, they would persuade you uh, from not eating. Uh, you would be assigned a, a, a person to uh, help with weight loss, but they would just persuade you by not eating and use like any tactic possible. Uh, and this, this aired, this, this has got, this got television time. This got played on television. And like I said, I got to flex the uh, best of TV end of it, not the best of productions. Cause I, at that time, even, even knew where it's like, I wanted, you know, best of productions was the commercial entity and best of TV was like the more creative, uh, production oriented like well, I don't want to say production because commercials is production as well but like uh, more long form than than short form like the commercials are very short form uh, you know a lot of <clears throat> you know we did a lot of stuff for television uh, a lot of stuff that was stripped down for radio a lot of stuff that was you know a few things that were kind of uh, you know, worked in conjunction where they could pull for print uh, use 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 some of the images for print uh, one case where a video I shot was still frame for frame frame by frame by frame well not even I didn't even shoot it it was it was video that was provided provided to me and I, I had to still every single frame uh, because they planned to put a mural on the wall of every single frame of like this uh, this car accident from uh, this was a NASCAR car accident because they had I guess they had the car hanging in the in the uh, restaurant and they wanted uh, they just wanted a plaster a mural of this and that was a, that was the best of productions <laughs> thing. I don't think they ever did it because I remember going to the restaurant and I'm like I never saw any of that, any of that anywhere. <laughs> I saw the car, but I never saw the mural. But I, you know, whatever. It was it was a job. <laughs> I wanted to show that that we did creative and silly things, and it might have actually been in in, in a, to a degree where it might have been too serious that nobody really took it seriously. Uh, and, but uh, Persway used to take you to a to a, a side site. I don't think it's active anymore. It's it, this is an old, old, old. This is old internet. Uh, I remember writing lines of code to make this work. The idea was was that the the television spots that I could run, I could only run thirty seconds. If you went to the URL, uh, you got treated to. You could watch a. I think it was an over a minute long. It might have actually been three minutes long. Where you got to see like everything in its entirety, and you basically read on the site, you know, that, that we were an ad agency at the time. And there was a 60 second spot, which I could never run on television because, uh, you know, usually the cutoff was 30 seconds. They didn't like to run 60 seconds, and uh, the returns were never really all that great for 60 seconds. Uh, it's a shame because a lot of a lot of clients want 60 seconds because you can say a whole lot more in 60 seconds. You can't say a lot in 30 seconds. And they, a lot of, a lot of people try, they try, they try to say anything and everything they could, you know, even if you have compressed voice and they end up talking like this, cause they got to get it all in there in 30 seconds. <laughs> you got to get the, uh, you got to get the, uh, micro machines guy. I can't think of his name, but you got to get him in there to, to read the, read the script. So yeah, the 30 seconds ran on TV, 60 seconds ran on, now get this, get ready for this. The 60 second spot ran on MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> if you went to the Best of Productions MySpace, you could watch the 60 seconds. I believe, I believe Facebook might have been in its infancy. 
there might have been a besto I, I think i have a besto productions uh page well actually i know i have a besto productions page because what would happen was was that facebook or, or sorry uh, uh uh myspace was my personal page and that's where all the like anything i talked about was 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 personally and facebook if you, if you ever go to my facebook page it's slash besto productions <laughs> was supposed to be all just business related and then you know Times change, and Besto Productions is now my personal space, and I have like the the fan pages for Besto TV. I don't think I have a fan page for Besto Productions. I just I think I still treat treat my own personal page as, as kind of both. Uh, but yeah, you got to see the sixty seconds on on the early 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 days of the internets of of Facebook and and MySpace when I started actually doing Besto TV stuff or stuff that I, I decided was, was not Besto Productions, but Besto TV, uh, that all went on my personal spot, personal YouTube channel. But uh, a lot of the stuff on the personal YouTube channel were things that, you know, if I would, there was a production I was proud of or whatever, I got the okay from the client, then I can use it on YouTube. The client, you know, in, in exchange, the client can embed that in their web page if they wanted to. That's no, no big deal. Uh, monetization wasn't necessarily a thing back then, so I wasn't really making money off of, off of running other people's ads on my space, but it was just, uh, it was a space to collect my, my demo reel, I guess you could say. I, and I believe most of it's still active. It's, it's, it's kind of surprised because every now and then I, you know, I, I pop in there and see, see what's going on see how it's working. And I'll be surprised to see like, oh, there's like this furniture store ad that's like all of a sudden like uh, a high amount of views for whatever reason. And I, I don't think it ever really did anything. I, like I said, I don't think it ever really brought more business to, to Besto TV. I don't think it ever, like when I sat down with client meetings, I don't think it really, like I, I don't think I was, was able to use it to sway people or persuade people, as I should say, into doing more comedy-based ads or something that had more uh, imagination to it. Uh, I still had like a bunch, you know, I had my crew, my, my, my select amount of, uh, of clients that always love doing the funny stuff. And this is from my experience. This doesn't speak for everybody. Uh, but in general, my experience was, was that you're hired to be the tool for, for whatever this guy had an idea and this is what they want to do. And they'll just provide the shot. They'll provide the shots. They'll provide the, 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 the voiceover, the, 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 you know, the, their, their secretaries writing the script their their son is, is, is an aspiring actor, you know, so you're just there to kind of produce and that's, that's, that's fine. You know, whatever, whatever, whatever pays the bills for the month. Uh, but I had a quite a few, uh, uh, people who would bring me in. They wanted to do something off the wall. They wanted to do something silly. Uh, there was some, there was like a couple of them that would have to produce quarterly. They would produce things quarterly and, you know, we'd have to, we'd have to balance it because, uh, they were getting uh, sponsorship from whatever national brand they were doing. So we would have to like do like 50, 50 or whatever, you know, 50% of it would have to be this to, to fulfill the uh, needs of the sponsorship so that they get free money to produce the funny ads. <laughs> so we would do stuff like that. And it's kind of fun where it's like clients like that would just like, you know, they, they, they would have to produce something so frequently that they were just like, just, just bring me what you got, you know, just, just, just bring me your, you know, just do your thing. And, you know, I'm hiring you, you do you your thing. And it's where I just got to, I, I just got to go nuts and do whatever I wanted. And uh, it was a great time. I mean, and, and stuff worked. I mean, there, there's, there, there, there was uh, kind of quite a few ads uh, where 
they they said you know they they come in they talk to him they're like oh I've seen this you know this you were you you uh, 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 did an ad where you you acted like you had this celebrity because I, this celebrity was endorsing uh, some sort of product that was in the store so you had the cardboard cutout of that celebrity in the store. And we were promoting it as if the celebrity was actually there and an employee. And uh, I, I remember, like, I I had to wear clothing that was similar to what that uh, what that celebrity was wearing. Shove my face into a photocopier, you know, hit record on the camera, and struggle and look like you know I'm being you know I'm being made copies of uh, you know, as this employee. And you know, he's kind of like I think the guy's kind of like saying, yeah, oh yeah, he's a great worker, and we've got many of them to to spread around to many of the stores and so on and so forth. Blah blah blah. Uh, yeah, I, I remember him saying a lot of, a lot of like, oh, I, I remember this because of the, this guy with his head shoved in the copy machine. Uh, you know, there was an ad where, uh, you know, a guy dressed, dressed like Elvis and sang the Elvis tunes. Got an ad where a guy used to build his own banjos. And so we, uh, we, we made it like, we made the ad, we made the ad pretty much like, uh, a late night LP, you know, back in back in the in between areas where where LPs were out of fa- out of fad, but too early for LPs to be back in fad. Uh, there used to be television. There used to be uh, like late night commercials where you could buy like these two two record sets of of the, of the hits of of, uh, of I don't know this whatever this this insert singer here. Uh, insert uh, insert compilation. Usually they're compilation albums, not one singer. You know, here's the best of the '80s. We did something like that <laughs> with the guy. He made, he made his own banjo, and he just made parody songs about stuff within within the store. So all of his songs had something to do with whatever was in the store. And then we built the ad. You could buy the compilation album on a two pack eight track. So. We, we, way dead technology you know we're not even doing lps we're doing eight tracks way dead <laughs> way dead technology uh you know and people people responded to that you know they're they're like they're in the shop and they're like you know well, where's these eight tracks you know we even considered at one point in time that maybe we should press eight tracks and just have them in store and available just because but going back to like the best otv uh Perseway ads it was more of a uh you know i just wanted to flex my own creativity i knew i wasn't really necessarily going to get anything out of it i had no use for the credits that they were giving me uh you know these ad credits um so i just i just used them you know to to have fun <laughs> you know and uh you know that was probably the birth of uh that was the start of besto tv uh, now we, 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 uh, uh, fast forward a little bit and now on the side, you know, it's like, you know, my, my hobby, my, my fun thing to do was to go to conventions and, 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 and get pictures with celebrities and get pictures with, with comic creators and get autographs and, and buy toys and stuff. Uh, you might be, you might see where this is going. Uh, cause that's kind of the, the, you know, tying in the hobby with the job and, uh, making it all, all one thing. Uh, and, um, during one of the shows, you know, I frequently had gone to New York Comic Con. Back here, here's another one, another one for for the kiddies. Back when you could buy New York Comic Cons the day day before and show up and be able to go, uh, you know, now you have to register like a year in advance, and you. <laughs> Not sure that that exactly you know justifies a, the price tag of a, of a ticket, uh, but I'm 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 doing my old man rant and I need to get out of my old man rant. But anyway, used to go to New York Comic Con, used to buy my ticket uh, ticket like the day before I wanted to go, never had an issue. 
and uh, we were waiting for an I was waiting in line for an autograph. I can't remember who. I think it was Jim Lee. I think I was waiting for a Jim Lee autograph. I was getting comics uh, graded and doing the signature series. And I think that, I mean, this is a little bit of a tangent, but uh, I wanted to get the Jim Lee autograph, but I also wanted it to be a slabbed signature series, CGC, where it's encased in plastic. And then they, they grade it and they say, oh, yeah, this was this was autographed because I thought that, that doing it that way would be a better way to preserve an autograph. Uh I have autographs. I, I, I mean, I'm heartbroken because I, I, I'm moving stuff. I'm moving stuff from like my old bedroom and everything, and just kind of clearing out. And I'm just discovering um, autographs that I used to get when I was like in high school, and they're in piss poor condition. <laughs> you know, they're they you know didn't really you know they didn't really have like the clamshells like they have now or any of the other things so it was just kind of thrown in the box and forgotten about and I found now I don't know if this is a real signature or if it's one of those where it's a photocopy of you know the, the you know it's a it's a print of the of the person and then the signature is a photocopy on top of it I don't know if it's really his the, his signature or not I have a I lean to towards that it might actually be his signature, uh, because our, our 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 marching band used to do fundraisers and they used to do auctions. And there was a guy that was a part of there was a parent that was a part of that who always submit autographed materials. And we have quite a bit of like the autographed materials and a lot of these like rare things. I mean, talk about about uh, uh, things that kind of shaped <laughs> who I am today and kind of like well, I, I want to do this. Uh, but, uh, you know, as far as like the entertainment were like, we had pre like, we have press packets of like different movies and it's just, you got the press releases and you got photo slicks and you got like all, all stuff for, to promote a, a film, uh, before it's actual release. I don't even know if like companies do that. I mean, I guess they do that because I used to do, uh, um, stuff it used to be you know when i used to do like trailers and stuff for the youtube channel uh there was a, a a website and you could get all the press releases and stuff you'd just sign in you would get your press credentials and everything uh but back then these these huge packets that they mailed out so i i, I having like that the, the those press credentials having i have a script here that's like signed by oh uh, which it's a soap opera um shoot please hold the line a general hospital script signed by like the entire cast like this is the stuff that the, the, this person used to submit for fundraising and i'm pretty sure that this autograph I, we got we got from like one of these auctions that helped supported the band and it was a it was an autograph picture now again it could be a real autograph it could be a photocopy autograph of mel blank uh the voice actor for bugs bunny and all the looney tunes and you know this was something that was gotten in high school it has tape across the top because it was taped to the wall it's got pinholes because it was pinned to my wall um and it wasn't really stored properly so it's got little rips and tears and, and folds and creases uh but it has like mel, mel blank's autograph and it's just like oh this is kind of a this is kind of a sad thing and the other thing that i found is i had a stack of cards of uh, that way back in the day uh were autographed by uh tim and greg hildebrandt um and of course, take, uh, Greg Hildebrand is no longer uh, part of this world anymore. He's moved on. Uh, he's he uh, he he's got a better gig in the skies. That I I mean I kind of said it like oh I'm 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 done I'm moving on. Now he's passed away. 
and uh, so so uh, that's that's unfortunate. And then, like I said, these cards weren't really; they were just thrown in a in a barrel and not really. The, 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 like the signatures kind of faded because I, I guess you know they were just on display in rooms that allowed sunlight in, so the autographs faded. Uh, but it's a bummer. And if you don't know who Tim and Greg Hildebrand are, uh, you know, look towards like the original Star Wars poster where Princess Leia, you know, Luke's holding the lightsaber over his head and Leia's like uh, a caressing his leg. I believe that's the Hildebrandt version of Star Wars. Uh, they did. He. They, they did a lot. They did. They did Lord of the Rings and so on and so forth. But a long. You know, I, I, anyway, I, I did this. This long uh, offshoot here, where I was talking about trying to get an autograph from Jim Lee and uh, trying to to do the signature series. And we were. I was waiting in this really huge line, and I had met this guy Tommy Zimmer, and we we hit it off. We talked and stuff. You know, uh, basically like Tommy. We you know we you had to get to this line like at a certain time, like an hour early or whatever. To guarantee that you got the signature and uh, you know there would be times where like Tommy would have to go and he'd have to get something or whatever and I just hold his space in line so he could come back and vice versa I don't think I really left the line very often but you know if I had to leave the line he would hold my space so we we, we got to chatting and, and talking and here you know Tommy was a uh, he does like did comic book interviews and he would he would he, would, he was writing for a website and uh he uh, he interviewed like a lot of the comic creators, and that was kind of why he was there. He was trying to break the ice with with Jim Lee, uh, via the autograph line, and um, you know he he was talking about how oh this was really neat. You know you know he he would like to really get his words on video, you know you know do something a little bit more more than just just writing uh, just writing articles, and I said well funny funny you should say that I'm a, I'm a guy that uh, does video. And I would like to do more stuff in relation to, um, you know, more in relation to uh, this hobby, this thing that I like. You know, maybe, maybe you know, it's like if you, you do the interviews, I have no problem shooting and editing them. And that's kind of how we started Creative Continuity uh, the next year. You know, he, he, you know, it's like, you know, you're, you're, you're talking to some stranger in, in, in the line and you're kind of blue skying and you're just, you know, oh, that would be great if, if only, if only and knowing that the good chances like this guy, you'll never hear or see it from this guy ever again after the show. Uh, he kept in touch afterwards and, uh, shortly thereafter we, we started doing what would be the first season of creative continuity. And this ended at this episode ended up uh, very long, longer than I expected. But this was the uh, the origins of Besto TV. Uh, like, share, subscribe, uh, eat cheddar cheese in the moonlight, uh, do whatever it takes, uh, help support this channel in any way. It may, you know, help us get another ten years, maybe. You know, another ten years and another uh, thousand subscribers, I guess. Uh, uh, more than thousand. Come on, more than thousand subscribers. But, uh, you know, uh, we'll, we'll catch you next time when we talk about uh, creative continuity. Bye-bye.